So you're getting ready to start an Airbnb listing and you're not sure how to furnish it? Well, I've got five tips for you right now here on the Fearless Investor channel. I believe true wealth cannot be measured by your income. It is instead measured by your availability of choices, especially the choice to live life on your terms. I also believe there are many ways to create wealth, but one thing is for certain, you have to have a laser focus on one path. My path, Airbnb, but I also believe in education and expanding your mind. Education helps you take off the blinders of life and see opportunities you never saw before. Join me on this journey of learning how to create wealth in Airbnb, real estate, and so many more investment strategies. Together, we can conquer the world of investing. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast. Hey, what's going on? My name is Kyle Stanley. You're watching the Fearless Investor channel and we are talking all things Airbnb. And likely if you're landing on this video, you're either new or relatively new to Airbnb and you're just looking for a few furnishing tips. Now, I am not an interior designer. That's my wife's job. So if you're looking for specific links of types of items or the look or the theme or all that good stuff, that's not what this is about. This is gonna be practical. It's going to be things that I think will either make you more money or save you money. So if you wanna get connected with my my wife, who is an interior designer and does consultations, and just go ahead and drop a comment down below and we can go ahead and get you connected. In fact, just drop your email address down below and we'll go ahead and email you. But long story short, I've got five tips for you that are going to help you make more money and also probably save some money as well. First, more beds equals more heads, which equals more money. So what I have noticed and I have been proven right on this more times than not is that the more beds that you have, the more people that you can fit in your house and the more people are likely to go and book in groups and be able to save money because instead of, let's just call it a, a hotel is gonna fit two to three people. If I have a group of 10 people, I need to get three or four hotel rooms just to make that work. With an Airbnb, I can get one Airbnb, I can pay way less per person, I can cram a lot more people in there and it allows me to be able to make more money, especially with more uh, fees per each person. So what we typically do is right at the halfway point, we'll start charging extra per person that wants to show up and sleep in one of our beds. Along the lines of that, number two is don't go cheap on the beds or the couches. So the bed frames, the mattresses, and especially the couch, uh, what we've noticed is if you use really some low quality, and what I mean by low quality is just look at the reviews on these. We typically are buying all of this on either Living Spaces, Wayfair, Amazon, Walmart, Target. You know, we're, we're really thrift shopping for a lot of this stuff, but you can still get really good quality on these. And so, especially when it comes to couches, the long wooden legs, you know, people jump on the couch, those long wooden legs eventually break, they bend, get some of the more stable ones, Living Spaces to me has the best sofa couch out there. It's about $997. Gotta take a look on Living Spaces and find that one because that to us has worked really well and it's allowed us to be able to not have to replace this again and again and again. Same with the beds. You're going to have the most complaints about the stiffness or the condition of the bed, the mattress. So buy a good mattress. There's even some mattress toppers that you can get on Amazon that are really good for being able to create a more foam, almost like a Tempur-Pedic kind of feel for you at a very low cost. And then the bed frame as well, make sure you're looking at the reviews and make sure that you're not going cheap on that because more people that are jumping on the beds, 
uh, jumping into the beds. You know, the, the bed itself can get a lot of wear and tear. And so if you do have that, then you're replacing that again and again, and you're losing money. The number three tip is still kind of focusing on the beds. And that is three sets of linens and three sets of towels. Why do we want to have three sets of everything? So if I have 12 people that can stay there, that means I want to have 36 towels. If I have 12 people that can stay there, I probably have six beds, which means I need to have 18 sets of linens for the beds. Why? Why would I absolutely want to do that? Well, that seems like a lot more money up front. So I thought we were talking about saving money. No, yeah, we are. We're talking about saving money by not having our cleaners having to stay there forever, waiting for laundry to be done. So we have one set that's going to be on the beds, one set that's likely going to be in the laundry being done by the cleaners, and then a third set for emergency. What if there's a stain? What if there's some missing linens? What if there was a bunch of people at this last day and they needed a little bit extra linens because it was a little bit cold at the house and so they needed to be able to use those. There, there's all these what ifs, so we wanna have that emergency set along with the set that's being used in the laundry. And then of course that makes it easy for our cleaners to be able to come in and just say, here's the clean set and I can start making the beds before even starting laundry. Your number four tip is the walls. There's a balance between clutter and complete emptiness. I don't have an exact formula for this, but I am gonna show you a couple listings right now uh, that I believe are good, and then some that need a little bit more work because they're either empty or too cluttered. So we're gonna take the Goldilocks and the Three Bears approach, and I'm gonna show you one that's too furnished or too cluttered, one that's too empty, and then one that is just right. And so this first property actually has a combination of both, both empty and cluttered in a couple of the rooms. So this first picture, look at this beautiful wall but look at how much your eye is distracted from it with all the different size frames, the different colors of the frames, the, the not matched up theme of it, plus this random deer head is in the middle of it. It, it really takes away from what could have been a very naturally beautiful uh, location with just one picture frame, maybe a larger one or three that are right next to each other that are all themed together. Uh, and then on the other side of it, if we go over to the bedroom, in fact, this, I feel like this is also very noisy. If you look at this, this, this has got a lot, of, lot going on here and it doesn't really fit the rest of the theme of the house. Uh, but if we go to the bedroom, look at this. I mean, there's nothing over the beds. I think that's a huge no-no is having the beds with no frame, nothing over it. And especially the rest of the walls, uh, if we go back actually two photos here, the rest of the walls don't have anything on it as well. So. That's kind of a combination of both. And then I have one other here uh, that I felt like was, was close, but not quite there. And if you actually go down to this picture, here was why I didn't like it. If you notice, we've got a giant photo. It's not centered to the couch. It's way up towards the top of the ceiling. And this could have been a lot smaller to draw our eye once again to the natural beauty of the brick and it really doesn't match what we're trying to do with the rest of the, the house as well. Um, and then there was one other spot here, again, just a little bit too empty in here. We've got the one photo above the bed, which is better than the last, but I feel like we probably need just a little extra oomph in the wall decor over here. But this one was just right. And so if we look at the bed in this room, for example, We've got the photos over the bed frame. We've got a couple windows there and we've got, you know, you, they could have chose to do a TV here. They went with just a nice, large, uh, colorful uh, photo as well. 
and then on the other parts of the house, it's just very tastefully decorated and it doesn't feel cluttered. Again, we got one thing over the bed and it's matching in terms of the color scheme to the one part on the wall here. If they had put another picture on this wall, I felt that that would have been too cluttered. Having to feel like you have to fill up all the walls is not necessary, uh, but this one just feels about right. And so for that reason, I wanted to highlight it. Now, the last area that I wanna focus on is amenities. And so this is your fifth tip. Some amenities are really easy to add, some are not very easy, but how do we determine what amenities we should have and which amenities are not necessary? Well, just look at the comps in your area. And so the way that I would do that is I would first of all filter out who are the super hosts. So if I go down here to filters and I go super hosts, and then I wanna actually look at the higher priced properties. What are they offering that maybe some of these lower priced properties aren't offering? So after filtering everything, I'm seeing the first photo of all these super host high priced places in the area. And I'm just looking for commonalities even just within the first photo. So I see a boat dock, I see a giant home. That's a, a giant house is not going to be an amenity, but it is good for me understanding maybe what types of properties that I wanna focus on if I'm in the searching mode. Uh, I see a hot tub, I see a couple A-frame properties, I see lake views, I see really nice outdoor photos. There's another hot tub, there's a third hot tub, um, there's a fourth hot tub, okay? We're seeing hot tubs in plentiful in this area. I'm seeing a lot of A-frame cabins as well. So this allows me to start saying, okay, maybe based on what I'm seeing, I need to have a hot tub. I probably would like to aim at an A-frame cabin more than anything if I have that kind of luxury and some nice outdoor furniture. Here we go, here's a fire pit. There's also another fire pit over here. Um, so these are the things that I'm gonna start looking for and say, all right, if, if I wanna be one of the best in the area, I can add a hot tub, I can add a fire pit, I can add some really nice outdoor furniture. Can I make a cabin, an A-frame cabin? No, I can't, but maybe I can focus my attention on some of those. Can I put a lake view? Can I add a lake view? No, I can't do that, but maybe I can go and start looking for ones like that. And then if you wanna get even more in depth and you wanna see what else are they offering, you wanna start looking at both the photos and you can go over to what this place offers and show all 54 amenities and start to look at these and see what exactly it has versus, uh, and, and maybe not versus the other ones, but even just what are the commonalities in all of them. As you can see, even this one has HBO Max, Netflix, Amazon Prime. And so those are things that maybe if I see that continuously, maybe I wanna make sure I, I get an HBO membership so that I'm alongside with these really good comps in the area.